These are Donald Trump's top 10 impeachable offenses besides his shady business deals and possible treason with Russia. Number 10. Instead of a resurgence of Nazism and Klansmen, we could have been reading hundreds of sexist articles per day about Hillary's pantsuits, which obviously would have polarized the nation. Number 9. He's always forgetting his wife. Like, he's literally always forgetting his wife. She is always, like, 30 feet behind him, looking very sad and alone and dead in the eyes. Number eight. Trump has described his daughter as, quote, hot and, quote, a piece of ass. Also, feel like we should mention, just to keep it fresh, that he has publicly admitted to sexual assault. Number seven. He tweets SNL spoilers. I don't even get to watch it anymore. He doesn't even say spoiler alert. Number six making us look at a stream of hideous white men that are all in his cabinet, and slow motion video edits of his hair blowing in the wind every time he gets on Air Force One. I don't want to see that. Number five, we have to read articles every day about Donald Trump's Twitter account, while I get trolled every day for telling Hillary Clinton that I love her on the same platform endlessly. Number four, Trump is the first president in 130 years without a dog. Number three, Donald Trump tweeted that Obama wiretapped his personal home before leaving office. Thanks, Obama! Number two, calling an easy decision a, quote, easy D on Twitter. Number one, scotch taping his tie to his shirt. Over the last couple years, the political climate in the U.S. has become increasingly scary. People of color are under attack. Queer and trans people are under attack. Women's rights, you guessed it, they're under attack. The post-election vibe amongst young women is, this sucks. I want to help, but how? My name is Jill Gutowitz. And I'm Carmen Rios. We're bringing together your favorite stars with politicians, activists, and analysts to talk current issues, U.S. government, and activism. We're all about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wokeness. This is The, the Bossy, Bossy Show. Show. Coming up, we've got Ingrid Nilsson and Kat Valdez in studio. Trump's a monster, so we're going to talk impeachment, how it works, when it happens, and what parallels we see between the Russia scandal and Watergate. Plus, we're going to check in with CNN's Sally Cohn on where we actually stand with Trump and impeachment. When is it going to happen? Okay, so I really wanted to talk about impeachment this week. Basically because I saw this Twitter thread by journalist Leah McElrath, who's one of these journalists that I'm, like, obsessed with. Um, She did this, like, thread that I sent to Carmen this week that was basically about how there's this growing urgency to actually get moving on impeaching Trump because he's so hostile and volatile that like we don't really know what he's gonna do like i'm gonna read one of the tweets one of them says will trump start a war possibly against a nuclear power will trump order use of force against protesters detention of dissenting voices will there be some kind of shock event or attack that will enable him to suspend the rule of law um so that's scary (laughs) yeah that seems very chill (laughs) seems like totally chill and cool um yeah like i feel i don't know i think things are starting to stack up um so i kind of just wanted to talk about impeachment and like what does that actually look like like what does it actually look like if donald trump gets impeached what does it look like if he goes to trial i have a lot of fantasies about donald trump getting impeached i know so hillary clinton being installed as the president i know we know donald trump's in trouble deep right like i feel like when i look at him i see yeah big league trouble i look at him and i see a man who is like sweating and sleepless (laughs) because he's being like threatened by the russian government on the daily like either they're pushing him to do things that he is having trouble doing, 
or they're like threatening him with blackmail. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, are they threatening him with death? And so I feel like I just see him being so shook, like shaking like a leaf. And <laughs> and like, there's no way he didn't know. There's no way. I feel like ultimately I also believe that like Pence accepted the opportunity to run as his running mate because he knew it was in the bag because he like is a real politician who hated Donald Trump. And I also believe that that means that like lots of people know. And I think that if, if, if the RNC knew, like if Priebus knew or the GOP knew, like then there's no way it's not a like constitutional crisis even more so because it's like we can't just get rid of Donald Trump. We have to like strip power from the party that engaged in this like hacking of our democracy. Yeah. So basically I'm still not giving up on my dream of Hillary Clinton being president. Still with her. Right. Hashtag still with her. Hashtag still with her. The thing that's like been really like jarring to me lately is okay, so I watched All the President's Men this past week. Which, which is, I probably should have watched instead of Charlie Wilson's War, which oh was my boring. God. Um, no, All the President's Men is so good. Like, I typically am, like, a garbage millennial who hates old <laughs> movies. And this is, like, a movie where, like, Dustin Hoffman is, like, super young, um, Robert Redford. But it's about the Watergate, you know, scandal and, like, the journalism that led up to Nixon resigning. Because um, he wasn't impeached. People always say, like, he was impeached, but he wasn't. He resigned before he could have gotten impeached. Um, but All the President's wow. Men is basically about what happened. And when I was watching it, I was so shook because... Everything that happened in that movie is happening right now. Yeah. Like, it, the parallels that I saw between what was happening, which is basically the Washington Post, Woodward and Bernstein, there were the, these two journalists who were the ones who broke the story that eventually led to Nixon having to resign. Goals. And goals, literal goals. That's what, that's the bossy show goal. Yeah, yeah. And there's, it's kind of just the way that it happened, this, like, slow burn of them mm -hmm. finding, like, one small piece after another that eventually led up to the big story feels like exactly what's happening right now. Like, there's these little things that are coming out, like, between, like, there was, like, that story on Rachel Maddow last week about, like, Wilbur Ross and, like, Trump's shady business deals in Russia with the Russian bankers. And then there was that thing, yeah. uh, Adam, Davidson, Adam Davidson of The New Yorker wrote this article this past week about Trump's basically, like, deals in Azerbaijan with this, like, these people who basically are like funding terrorists um you have to read the article it's crazy but you know it's like these things are coming out yeah and i mean i remember i feel like it was me I, I think it was democracy now i was listening to a podcast um like a while ago i mean there was the day that i was driving to work and i listened to democracy now and rachel maddow two podcasts i highly recommend and listen to regularly same same to same. stay woke and <laughs> literally like I think it might have been during the Michael Flynn thing. I wept openly in my car for my nation. And I just remember that someone in one of the podcasts I was listening to said something like they had an expert on. And he was like, you know, it took Nixon because Watergate happened in the second term. It's like it took Nixon four and a half years yeah. to actually straight up violate the Constitution, like to do something that was so messed up that like. He had to start really, like, covering his ass, firing the attorney general and stuff. And right. he was like, it's taken Trump four and a half weeks. Yeah. And it's, like, literally every single time, you know, it's like the dominoes are falling. Basically, at this point, it's like racks on racks on racks. Like, there's so many impeachable <laughs> <Ew>. offenses. <laughs> Is it the business deals? Is it colluding with Russia? Because it's totally going to turn out that I think it's going to be the business deals. Is it the tweeting? Like, literally, at some point, something's going to happen that it's like, wow, dude, you've yeah. done so many things that this impeachment trial is, like, basically, like... 
I don't even know, like a vaudeville show. Like there's like eight, <laughs> yeah. there's like eight sets about twenty topics that like we have to cover yeah. because well, you have committed so many errors and crimes. Thing, the thing is, it's literally it feels like a movie, and maybe I am just saying this because I just watched all the all the presidents men, but like, it's you know that like trope of a movie where it's like, why didn't we're looking at all the small things where we should have been looking at the whole picture? Yeah, and that's what's starting to come together though. Like actually, is that like. Oh, he didn't release his tax returns because it's related to Russia because he did shady shit in Russia and Azerbaijan and all these like with these like literal almost terrorist organizations. It's crazy. The Trump administration lacks the vision, the imagination <laughs> and the creativity to successfully steal America. Like they're yeah. so they're just terrible. So true. And like it's just like mind boggling because I would I feel like I would be better at it. Yeah. Like I would just be a lot more chill about the way that I'm reacting to things. Like, Are you saying that men are too emotional to be in office? Yes. <laughs> I am. I definitely am. Yeah. Like, I feel like, wouldn't it be much more convincing if Trump openly disavowed everyone who had ties to Russia that were found out by the media? Instead, he has all the Republicans, like, line up to bat to be like... <clears throat> Jeff never sexed and shouldn't have to recuse himself. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. He just hung out with Russian officials. Like, maybe if you're trying to cover up the fact that you, like, clearly stole the election with the <laughs> yeah. help of Russia, like, you should maybe be like, wow, this is egregious and we're letting him go. Yeah. Like. Totally. Some tips. Some so, tips for the Trump administration. Yeah, tips on how to get away with stealing America. But, okay, so basically <laughs> the there are. <laughs> the show. Shonda, listen to it. Um, <laughs> Shonda. <laughs> Shonda. Buy our show. Um, <laughs> so basically there's all these insane things that are leading up to what we think is definitely going to be an eventual impeachment. Um, so we wanted to talk to um, some experts on where do we actually stand with Trump and impeachment and, like, what does that look like? Let's find out. It's not like you can just impeach somebody for anything. It has to be uh, what's basically treason, uh, bribery, I think, is in there, or what are considered sort of high crimes and misdemeanors. That's not just melodramatic television language. That actually is language that pertains to, that pertains to it comes from our Constitution, it pertains to impeachment. So uh, it would have to be pretty something pretty bad. Um, but some of the Russia allegations may very well fall in line with that. That was Sally Cohn. Sally is a commentator and essayist who describes herself on Twitter as America's second favorite cable news lesbian. We were obsessed with the Twitter thread Sally wrote a couple weeks ago about impeaching Trump and making Hillary Clinton president. We are Sally Stans. You know, if, if the Trump campaign at high levels and knowingly engaged in coordination with Russia with respect to influencing the outcome of the presidential election, that, that qualifies as an impeachable offense. Yeah, maybe uh, a little. I think <laughs> ideology aside, right, and, and sort of political jujitsu aside, you don't want uh, the people who benefited from that kind of foreign collusion uh, and treason, frankly, to be at the head of our country. So that would qualify. Um, again, it's a little bit of a... Uh, uh, I'm trying to find a non... Uh, profane way of saying this. It's a little bit of a hollow fantasy for (laughs) the left when I think the the vast majority of our energy is better spent focusing on the actual policies and and things he's doing, which are 
maybe not impeachable, but certainly unconstitutional, should be litigated as such and stopped in the streets and in the courts uh, and, and you know, bring the fight to him in the media uh, and in public and, and every possible space. I think that is where the majority of energy is focused and should be. What do you think are on the tax returns that he is still withholding? Like, what do you think he might be hiding there? Well, who the heck knows? And I mean, I, I had friends on the right uh, last night who very wisely were pointing out, who, some of whom are fans of Trump, some of whom aren't, that if if all he's hiding is that he paid, you know, $38 million in taxes, why wouldn't he release all of his tax returns? I mean, <laughs> yes. To, you know, once minus the details of actually... You know, the fact that he uh, facially pays a lower tax rate even than most poor people and is only paying a higher tax rate because of the uh, AMT tax, which is he uh, advocates with getting rid of, which would disproportionately help billionaires and millionaires like himself. That aside, most people probably look at that tax return and go, whoa, A, he's rich, and B, he paid a lot of taxes, and that looks good for him. So why not release more of your taxes unless... There is something to hide. It's sort of the, uh, you know, the, the, the longer he doesn't let us see the fire, we just have to assume from the smoke that there's something. We are here with Ingrid Nilsson and Kat Valdez, also known as Kat Rippick. They host a podcast called Ladies Who Lunch. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this I'm is so cool. This I'm is the excited. first time we've done another podcast outside of our own together. It's our first Ooh. podcast collab. Yeah. Whoa, I'm deeply This is our honored. first podcast collab. Oh, my God. Well, we well, had somebody else who had a podcast, but, like, this is, like, a group of podcasters That's true. Are together. we podcasters? Is that, did you just call us that? I don't know. <laughs> is that, I don't know. <laughs> what else are you? Oh, my God. That's going on our gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> Do you guys call it, like, your pod? What? No. No. Do you? No, I think that's awful. But I was gonna say there's like all these podcasters who podcasters who call it like our pod, and I'm like, I think that's awful. Wait, that's like embarrassing. Really that's what do dolphins that? do. They're a pod oh, of dolphins. Pod. <laughs> that's I, weird. And you know, I'm not a fan of dolphins. So. <gasps> oh my god, dolphins that's rape. my favorite animal. <laughs> this, this interview is over already. Dolphins rape. That's all I have to say. I just, oh my god. <laughs> We are here to talk about the issues. <laughs> um, we're going to play a game. It's kind of a game. Uh, we're calling it Based on Our Expert Opinion. Uh, so Carmen and I are going to read a real-life thing that our president, Trump, has done. And we, as people who are definitely qualified to be answering these questions, will decide if this is grounds for impeachment. Does that sound good? Yeah. Cool. I'm ready. Awesome. So, I wish this was official. I know. <laughs> that we were actually the committee. <laughs> Didn't you hear that the Bossy Show is actually going to impeach Trump? <laughs> well, I'm glad that we're a part of it then. <laughs> so, okay, so we're going to, like, read a situation that has happened, and then we will all motion to vote, swing the gavel, and impeachment, because this is how impeachment works. Sure. Maybe. Why not? It's not. But let's get started. Here's the first one. Everyone ready? Donald Trump has been publicly accused of multiple accounts of sexual assault, Plus, there was that one infamous time where he was caught on camera with Billy Bush admitting to sexual sexual assault, saying, you can just, quote, grab her by the pussy. What do we think? What do we think about Based this Based on one? our expert opinion. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that that is grounds for impeachment. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say as well that this is um, unacceptable behavior for men or people, let alone our government. Even let alone animals. Even animals. Right. Bring it back to dolphins. <laughs> Bring it back. Watch out. Bring it back. Back to the dolphins. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go. 
I'm going to go, this is an impeachable offense. <laughs> I would say yes, also. But it really sucks because I think that um, overall, as a society and a culture, a lot of people don't see it that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like sexual harassment itself technically is not a crime it's considered a civil wrong so um you know i think there's a lot that needs to be done to just change the way that people even view things like this right well this was all this if you remember this whole thing was like chalked up to locker room talk Mm -hmm. yeah exactly like what is that ew like that's ew Cat, what do we think? I was trying to come up with like a nice devil's advocate here, but there just is. Oh my god, no, no, no. <laughs> there's none in this situation. Yeah, there's no he... need to be the bigger person. I, no, no, it wouldn't. I'm just trying to think of interesting conversations, but I think that it, he just should have never gotten elected to begin with with this knowledge. Like, that should never, I feel like. That should never be even in discussion on impeaching someone when you already knew that was an issue yeah, like before maybe, he got into office. Like maybe people like, shouldn't have voted for an alleged serial rapist. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. fun fact about impeachment is that a president can be impeached for something that they didn't do during the presidency. They can <gasps> or they can't? They can. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if something comes out like, a, like a, you know, an actual case against him from the past about sexual assault. He could be impeached for that. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, so based on our expert opinion, I am an expert. Yeah, and I'm impeaching. We're impeaching him. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks. So are we Wow, gonna... if only it was this easy. I know. Are we going to say we think we should impeach him for every yeah, specific... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So cool. we're going to basically, like, these rack are, up multiple, <laughs> These are multiple trials. It's kind of a witch mm. hunt. Oh, we're going to rack up accounts of impeachable offenses. <laughs> cool. Yes. Okay. So today, uh, Donald Trump... Still has not totally severed ties with his company, um, which, by the way, is failing. There is still a major conflict of interest there now that he's a business owner who's also the president. And he not only he still profits from the businesses. His kids are running the company, but are also present for White House meetings. They're not supposed to be involved in. And he brings guests, his administration, the press and foreign officials to Mar-a-Lago, his beach club, which he owns and profits from. So, based on our expert opinion, hmm, lots lots of conflicts of interest. I say no on that. I don't think that's enough to impeach someone. In my personal opinion, just because I think like I mean, is he the first president that's ever had a job before he became president and didn't like completely sever ties and yes. it could have been? They made is Jimmy really Carter give first? up his peanut farm. <clears throat> what? Do you know this? No. They like they like were so mad when Jimmy Carter won. <clears throat> they made him give up his peanut farm and he had to divest from it so that he wouldn't make money off of his cuz he would be making decisions that impacted his company. Peanut farming, mm. farmers. Right. And so he like had to divest from his peanut farm and it, I really hope I'm right. Yeah, I really <laughs> want fake news. I really, <laughs> this might be fake news. I'm just letting everyone know. Let me check my sources Pretty sure it was a peanut farm. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, he's the first president to, like, obviously they all have jobs. Like, you know, Obama had a job. Bill Clinton had a job. Although I guess Bill Clinton's job was in politics, so that's a little different. But there are definitely presidents who had, like, jobs that didn't have to end when they won. But I think profiting from the White House is technically illegal. Yeah, I think that there should be, like, guidelines put in place that, like, he can't make, like, the sole decision on, like, something that would, that does or would affect something with his company, hypothetically. But I just don't think it's 
I don't know. I just don't think it's, like, enough to impeach him. Again, I think it's, like, an issue that should have been discussed before he got into office. Like, how are we going to handle this logistically with him and his company? Like, how are we going to set up guidelines for him to, like, not be able – to make it not such a conflict of interest, but – I mean, it's just – it's also just interesting because it's very clear that already we're, like, what, two months in? feels like three years. It's the longest two months. Yeah, and the decisions we're two months about yeah, the environment like, and oil and everything. Well, and like the Muslim like... ban doesn't affect countries that he does business with. Yeah, and he like tweeted about the president of Taiwan, but like technically the U.S. doesn't recognize. But like, I think it could he... get to a point where it would be grounds for impeachment. Exactly. But as of he right now. He also like now... encouraged foreign officials to stay at his hotel. Yeah. yeah, it's basically a bunch of shady shit that yeah. like, I agree with well, Ingrid. Like, yeah. could, it, it's going to get worse I think and at that point well and what was that thing that happened like I think right either right after he got elected or right before there was that story out about how like basically a foreign leader had already strong armed him using his business I did hear about that I think it was on Rachel Rachel, Rachel Maddow. That's how you pronounce it. Maddow. Um, I thought it was no. Maddow. All of us going around pronouncing her name wrong. <laughs> Wait, really? I wasn't the only one? No. Oh, I thought it was Maddow. Yeah, I, me too. Wait, it's not? And everybody else that it's I know. It's Maddow. And then someone yeah. was like, doesn't she say her name on the show? And I was like, what? I thought I was hearing it right. And then now, like, every time I listen, I very clearly hear yeah. her say, like, welcome to the Rachel Maddow show. And I'm like, <gasps> I know. I know. I was shook. I was very shook. I'm shook. Yeah, I know. I was like, wow, I am an idiot. Impeach me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Lock like, her up. Lock me up. Yeah, I, like, literally listened to her say her name multiple times, like, a night. And she. I actually looked it up in YouTube videos to make sure I, like, to be like, am I crazy? And I was like, I am crazy. I thought I was I right. This it's whole like the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. It's oh, like don't. like we're just hearing what is clearly real, but I know. the world is telling us there's it's a not. glitch in the matrix. Yeah, I'm being right, gaslit totally. by my podcast. So guys, <laughs> guys, based on our expert opinion, oh, right. What do we think about this one? I think we're are we split or are we all in agreement? I would say I, it's. She impe- says wants to, she wants to impeach. Him. I mean, I'm gonna say impeaching because a who I not. <laughs> like if that's if this is the thing it takes that's fine but also i do kind of feel like we're sort of i feel like there's a lot of ethical issues at play and i know i mean i'm obviously not a constitutional law expert i'm a podcaster uh, no we're really. experts <laughs> i am i am an expert yeah i just feel like it is definitely or at least it's like not legal for government employees to use their seat to bolster their funds yeah mm-hmm. their monies all right so we're gonna do the next one trump's weird relationships with putin <laughs> um again we still don't really know what is going on with russia but there is a dossier allegedly that we haven't seen that says trump's administration knew about the russian hacking of our election and said nothing the same dossier also alleges that trump engaged in the sexual act of golden showers on a bed that michelle obama was staying in because that's that's what a president does it's a lot to take is in, that you guys. true though the golden showers thing i thought that was like i don't even know so about the i've heard of the golden showers mm-hmm. thing but i don't know the full story of it that he he like hired sex workers specifically to like to file a bed the obamas had stayed in before him that being said i'm pretty sure the only parts of the dossier that have been corroborated mm-hmm. a word i learned in this experience <laughs> are the not salacious parts. So So we're not sure if the golden showers the part, are true. the part about the part about destroying democracy has been more confirmed than the golden showers. <laughs> yeah. That's dark because But the golden shower think... sounds a lot more like 
b- really easy to believe to me. Yeah, well, that's like the like you know the like promiscuous story that people want to be like, oh my god, he did he peed on the bed, like. But <laughs> I know it's like more than that, but I boiled it down. <laughs> oh my god, he peed that's on the, the bed. Is that, was that your reaction? Yeah. Was yeah. that your reaction? When yeah, you found uh, out? yeah. I'm like an eight year old girl. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he peed. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. What do we What do we think? So basically, if you guys don't know, I don't know how much you know about it, but the dossier. It's still unconfirmed, technically. We don't know what parts of it are real. Well, we don't. People in the government do. People in the government do, but we don't know yet. So, based on our expert opinion, <laughs> again... <laughs> on our lack of the complete knowledge. Right. I mean, I want to say yes, but I just... I don't think I have read or seen enough information to feel like, you know, yes at this point. But I would... I I want to know more about it, but it it really, especially because um, recently I was watching um, <clears throat> stuff about Watergate. It really seems like kind of like the slow buildup. Were you watching like, all the President's Men? No. Oh, I was watching. Jill was watching. I, I was watching. It this week. It's so good. I was watching was Netflix? the Netflix series on the seventies. Oh. Where they talk about um, the Watergate scandal and how it's kind of like this slow buildup into it, yeah. and you just see all of this footage of Nixon, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, what is well, happening? Well, that's that's kind of why we wanted to do this episode and like talk about all these things, which like as of right now are kind of a lot of them are unconfirmed and just like shady stuff that's happening. But that's it's if you watch all the President's Men or any of the things about. Um, Watergate you see that there's like all these parallels between what happened then and the way that information slowly started coming out and the yeah. journalists from the uh, Washington Post are the ones who broke the stories <laughs> and it's happening now I mean like now like all of the journalists out there are like bloodthirsty and it's working like things are coming out so yeah I mean I feel like if you know if there were actually <laughs> an impeachment trial over it we would ostensibly have more information because they would do some research yeah. and I am very confident that we would find out that he should be impeached. His relationship with Putin, I think, is enough to bring him in for questioning. <laughs> right. Like, I Let's definitely want to know more. And we're going to subpoena. No, we're just going to wiretap his house. <laughs> Do we have a warrant? I don't know. I'm just saying words. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to tweet about it and hope it's true. <laughs> I'm going to get Obama, who I know personally, to wiretap his house. <laughs> So our next one is actually a little bit more in depth about Russia. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you guys might move towards. Yeah. So let let us let us move you. Um, <laughs> so in addition to the dossier, there's all the counts of intent to conspire and perjury that are stacking up, but like no one is paying attention to them. So so far, seven people connected to Trump have been accused of colluding with the Russian government. Jeff Sessions. Our attorney general lied under oath at his confirmation hearing about meeting with Russian officials during the election. Michael Flynn, who was Trump's national security advisor, stepped down after literal days for meeting with (laughs) Russian officials during the campaign. And five more, one of which includes Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner. Yeah. Um, So it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, seems very sketchy. I know that. What's that phrase that they use to talk about this? Like when you have evidence that doesn't directly incriminate you. I'm trying to think about circumstantial evidence. Right. But I I feel like the circumstantial evidence, like there's no way that like his son-in-law was like, ha ha, yeah, keep trolling those people on the Internet till till Trump wins and like didn't tell him. I just feel like it's like very hard to believe that. 
he gave all these people really good jobs, many of which they were not qualified for. Yeah. So and it's seven people and it's only been two months into the presidency. It is. And he also I mean, he's just bad at it. I talk about this (laughs) all the time because it's like my recurring thing. He's like so bad at hiding the fact that he committed a crime. Like, he's just like, oh, I've never talked to Putin ever. And I'm like, yeah. okay, like, you definitely you have. Up, like, yeah. yeah, you had your welcome call. It's chill. You've heard each other's voices, like, seductively <laughs> yeah, yeah. whispered to each other. It's fine. Like, he, like, it's like, I've never seen him before. I don't know who Putin is. Yeah, I don't even know where Russia is. Like, I yeah. just feel like he indicates his guilt. They all do. They just act really guilty all the time. So there's a lot of circumstantial evidence, but also, like, I'm very desperate, so I'm impeaching. <laughs> I'm also just, like, waiting for somebody to break. Because how Ooh. long can... I hope it's Kellyanne Conway because then it'll be on TV. <laughs> and she's kind of just the worst in the best way. Yeah. Yeah, like she's already, she's already like, she's literally dissolving. And so I feel <laughs> like eventually she's going to have an actual break where she's just like, I can't do Here's everything. Yeah. It's crazy though. Like how can human being, like it takes a toll on you, like at the very least physically to be like holding in that kind of information, especially over as time passes. That's why I'm like somebody has to break at some point. Yeah. You know, like the presidency, the presidency ages you. But yeah. I feel like the Trump administration, like, they are already mm. haggard looking. And, uh, <laughs> and this is, like, their fun time. You know, yeah. the first hundred days is their fun time. Like, let's pass our bills. They're supposed and, to be, like, wooing us during this time. And they're supposed right. to be having a lot of good luck and success, yeah. and they're not. Yeah. They're not having a good time. No. I'm okay with it. So what happens if we impeach him? Is it Mike Pence? It's Pence. But see, okay, my domino theory mm-hmm. is that if Trump knew about it, Probably a lot of people who are next in line knew about it. Like Mitch McConnell knew about it. Yeah. So he would be like unfit to serve as president. I'm sure Paul Ryan and Mike Pence knew mm-hmm. about it. And yeah. and even Paul if they Ryan's didn't, even boy. if they weren't involved throughout the process, like now. I just, I just <laughs> yeah. want to that Paul Ryan is a coward and a fuckboy. Yeah, That's all I want to say. I just acknowledge. PSA. He has the same expression. Like every time like he comes up, I'm just like fuckboy coward. Yeah. yeah. Fuckboy. <laughs> would there ever be a situation? Where Hillary becomes president? That's my question. <laughs> yeah. Would there ever... Sorry, I was actually reading a text. I'm so rude. <laughs> would there... It was pertaining to this, though. Um, would there ever be a situation where Hillary would, as, like, the next candidate, take over if the... As an expert. Carmen, stop smiling. <laughs> as, a, as an expert who has Googled this. Um, so there is a Supreme Court case that I talk to Jill about all the time because all the time. it, like, literally, I, like, rock myself to sleep thinking about it at night. There's, like, this Supreme Court case where in Pennsylvania this Democrat won the gubernatorial election, right? So an executive office, and he, like, appointed all his people, and he was running his administration, and then they found out that he had either, like, indirectly or directly participated in election fraud and there was like a bunch of lawsuits and the republican eventually like took it to the supreme court and was like this isn't fair like i was supposed to win and he like clearly helped himself win so this is like really unfair and the supreme court said "Daz right and then they like kicked the democrat and all of his people out of the governor's mansion and the republican just got to like take the office and appoint an all-new team. Wow. And that is, Mm. like, my most erotic fantasy. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kat and Ingrid, thank you so much for being here. Uh, You can subscribe to Kat and Ingrid's YouTube channels um, or subscribe to their podcast, Ladies Who Lunch, on iTunes. Yeah. (laughs) 
itunes.com slash LWL. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us here. This was a lot of fun. Of course. Uh, Thank yeah, you guys for doing it. Yeah, we had a lot of fun too. So as it turns out, that's not really how impeachment works. For a president to be impeached, and it's never actually happened before, both the House and the Senate have to vote to impeach the president. So first the House would vote, then the Senate. This is why Bill Clinton never actually got impeached. The House voted yes, but the Senate shut it down. The impeachment process may be initiated by members of the House or non-members, like a special prosecutor, state legislature, grand jury, or petition. Should we write a petition? Ooh. Impeachable offenses include treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Isn't that a television show? And can include <laughs> crimes committed during the presidency or before the presidency. Have heart. I'm pretty sure we're going to find something soon enough that gets Donald Trump impeached. That's all for this episode of The Bossy Show. Make sure to tune in next week. Want to get involved? Here's something you can do right now to make a difference. Go to www.impeachdonaldtrumpnow.org and sign the petition to impeach Donald Trump now. Because together, we can impeach Donald Trump now. Hashtag impeach Donald Trump now. Oh, and by the way, I, Carmen Rios, am going to be at the 2017 National Young Feminist Leadership Conference in Washington, D.C. It's on March 25th and 26th, and you can also stay for the Congressional Visit Day on the 27th and harass your representatives in person. You should definitely come through. You can register at feministcampus.org. I'll be leading a digital organizing training and also potentially handing out signed headshots. Don't miss me. Come through. Follow at The Bossy Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr for pics from inside the show and more. Special thanks to Ingrid Nilsson, Kat Valdez, and Sally Cohn. The Bossy Show is recorded at Sonic Pool Post Productions in Hollywood. Music by Johnny Franco and audio engineering by Drew Frost. See you next time. Jill, they can't see us. <laughs>